This call is being recorded. Good morning, this is Deborah Evans. Conference is being recorded by the organizer. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's the teacher from Arizona. I'm your green at this point. Anybody else on the line would like to say good morning? Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Monday to you. You too. Thanks. Oh, welcome. Good morning, Victory Family. It's Pam. Happy Monday. Love y'all. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Pam. Happy Monday to you, too. Oh, 
Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's the Pieces of Arizona. I'm your leader this morning. Anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm here with this morning. Anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter. This morning. You also are on the line. I'd like to say. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Patricia from Arizona. I'm here this morning. Anybody else who wants to say good morning? Glad you're starting with the business at hand. Anyway, well, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand. Again, happy Monday. Hello, hello. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your hostess this morning. Thanks for joining us here on Declare Victory. Well, we're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Please stay tuned in with us. Today is the last day of the month with the theme is entitled the faith factor. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you from our wonderful and gifted declare. There is one announcement today. If you've been blessed by the call and you would like to sew into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me backslash declarevictory. 
We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father. We return to you for your giving and trusting in him. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app, nor were there any spoken ones. The word of the call today is a declaration will be done by Eric Smith. Praying and Lean This and Corporate Praise will be brought by Sister Juliet. Then we'll go right into closing conference, hosted by the Declare, Mr. Eric. Again, the order of the call, the declaration will be done by Eric Smith. Praying and Lean This and Corporate Praise will be done by Sister Juliet. And then we'll go right into closing comments, hosted by the Declare, Brother Eric Smith. The scripture reading for today is 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'd ask all to take a look at their phones to make sure their standard mute button is pressed. As a call is being recorded, and we'd like to preserve the integrity of it, again, just take a look at your phones to make sure that the standard mute button is pressed, because we do record these calls, and we like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank you very much again for joining in to declare victory. My name is Letitia from Arizona, and I now pass the call to declare for the day, Brother Eric Smith. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Victory. First of all, I'd like to uh, thank uh, Leticia from Arizona for uh, doing an excellent job greeting and opening up uh, the call for today. Uh, I'm just going to take a minute, even though she has already asked you to um, do your mute, I'm going to take another minute and let everybody please check your phone. Everybody check your phone. There's always one person, it seems, to be on the phone that does not mute. And we can hear the background. So I'm going to take one minute, allow you to check, double check, and triple check. Make sure your phone is on mute. Okay. Okay, once again, it is a, um, a blessing to be here. Um, this has been a, a, please check your mute. Yes, I just heard somebody. Check your phone and make sure it is on mute. Thank you. Uh, this has been uh, a wonderful month, uh, the faith factor. Uh, it is my extreme honor and pleasure to be able to close out this month. Uh, if you have been with us, you've heard some powerful declarations about faith. Um, I uh, did a declaration uh, a couple weeks back in, in, in which I was talking about journeys of faith, uh, faith a journey. And uh, in that uh, declaration, I talked about uh, delayed faith, I talked about uh, dormant faith, and I talked about enduring faith. And this is part two. This part two is going to be uh, of a more personal uh, declaration in which I have, uh, during my journey, which I'm going to share with you now, I have 
had all three of those faiths. And so before I start, I just want to take a minute to uh, pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for once again the gift of life. Lord, I ask that the Holy Spirit speak to me, speak through me, and that uh, my words would fall on uh, good soil, and that uh, everybody who is on this line may be blessed and edified, and enlightened, and encouraged, as well as challenged by what I have to say. Give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. So this is my journey of faith. Wednesday, August 2010, 535, Atlantic Airport. As uh, an all-black paramedic crew are working on a gash that is opened up uh, over my eye. And as they're working on my eye, I'm thinking to myself, am I really supposed to be going on this journey? Am I really supposed to be getting on this plane? Am I really supposed to be going all these miles? 2,533 miles, California, to meet a woman. I've never held her hand. I've never kissed her on the lips. I've never looked her face to face in less than five hours. I'll be, I'll be looking at her, and in less than 30 hours, she'll be my bride. But let's start at the beginning. As I said, it's my journey of faith. And the beginning starts with uh, a boy born from Brooklyn who has found his way to Georgia, Athens, Georgia, home of uh, University of Georgia, the Bulldogs. And uh, how I got to be uh, down there in Georgia, uh, I was um, living in Trenton at the time. Uh, before I moved to Georgia, my church had closed down, and I didn't have enough money to finish seminary in Princeton, and I had decided to give up uh, what I call my day job, which was a hustler, street hustler, person who sold uh, uh, drugs. And so I decided to turn my way. Uh, uh, and go back to the path that I had, that had originally been planned for me. The path that had been originally planned for me before the universe was formed was to be a man of God. And so jobs weren't good. And uh, my mother and my grandmother were, was down there in Georgia. My mother had had a stroke a couple of years ago. So my grandmother was taking care, care of her. I had a friend who uh, had retired and was planning on moving down to Georgia. And he said, why don't I come along? It's funny. It's funny how God directs you to uh, take the journey. And remember, on your faith journey, 
uh, there's an old saying that the uh, journey of a thousand miles begins at the first step. Now, I had a decision to make. I had the offer, I had the opportunity, and I know now that this was God directing me on this faith journey. But I had to make the decision to take the step. You know, um, there's a famous quote by Martin Luther King that talks about faith. He says, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. And so looking at my situation and uh, praying and hearing, uh, not clearly, but, but, but hearing something that was outside of me, directing me, to uh, make this decision, I decided to make the decision to go down to Athens, Georgia. Now, Athens, Georgia, outside of the uh, outside of the university, is a small small town. And at this time, during the early uh, 2000s uh, uh, or the mid 2000s, uh, unemployment uh, in in Georgia was very hard to come by. So when I first got down there, I had to. Uh, I had to uh, get on uh, welfare or food stamps and work. And so it seemed like my journey of faith hit its first bump. Couldn't find work. And I had to do my part to, to help the household with, with, with my friends. So I kept on and, and I think about a, a month later, I got, I got hired on by Walmart. And then uh, I began to work, and it seemed like uh, I found a church home. And it seemed like once I began to 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 to, to get back in the fellowship of saints, that my uh, journey seemed to kind of straighten out. But I got to remind you, and I I got to tell you that when you take a journey of faith, there's going to be temptations. They're going to be off ramp. And so sometimes you're tempted to take those off ramps. I soon encountered an off ramp because uh, I got a call from my uh, manager. He said, I, I, um, I play music and he, he, had, uh, he had had a job for me. Uh, it was down near where my mother was. Uh, it seemed like it was a pretty good job at the time. Uh, and I decided to take it. The problem was it was it was a club. It was like a dinner club uh, where they played music. But then on the other side of the club, it was a, a strip joint, a combination of the two. So uh, at this time, I had been practicing uh, celibacy, not abstinence, but celibacy. And so I was I was dealing with the temptation of of once again trying to. Uh, restart my faith, my faith walk, uh, playing in this uh, environment. And I, I, did, I, did, I did good, I did good. Uh, I was able to uh, withstand the temptations, uh, even though I would see naked women come by all the time, I was able to withstand the temptation. And uh, as a reward of my faith, uh, I, I began to have, um, Steady employment. So I, went, I moved from Walmart and I applied for a, a, a job in construction. And I got the job and I, I started off as a laborer. 
and uh, while I was working, I began to uh, uh, to grow into into my ministry. I found out things that I uh, was good at. Um, I began to teach uh, Sunday school for for the children. Uh, I had my first uh, sermon. It seemed like everything was growing. Uh, even on my job as a construction, I uh, I went from laborer to uh, supervisor of the labor force. Then I got a promotion. I got a promotion from labor force uh, to uh, assistant uh, foreman. And so about this time, I used to I used to uh, get on this site, and this is before uh, Facebook. Uh, there was a site called BlackPlanet.com. I don't know if you remember that, but this this was the this was the site of the day. They used to have these chat rooms, and I would get on these chat rooms, you know, just to socialize between uh, uh, my time, you know, when I would get off work and I would uh, have a little time before I went to play at the club. And uh, I remember being on there and 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 really really kind of getting tired of the type of language that was. Uh, going to be on the chat room, and so I decided, you know what? I, I think I'm going to close my account. But I'm, I said, I'm going to give it another week. It's during this week that a young lady comes on, and I see her. Uh, I see her call sign, and we begin a, a, a dialogue. That dialogue moved from uh, the chat rooms to uh, they used to have a thing called Yahoo Messenger. And so we began to uh, 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 chat on 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 privately on the Yahoo Messenger, and that moved to uh, getting a phone call. This young lady was her name was Juliet Smith. Her her call sign was "Loving Him Is Easy." My call sign was "Voice in the Wild." So we began this we began this we began this uh, relationship. I had no idea it would come to anything else but just being friends. I had no idea that I would uh, eventually leave the, the East Coast and go to the West Coast. I had no idea at the time, but I'm just walking this faith journey. I'm just taking my steps at a time. I'm growing in Christ. I'm growing in, in my ministry. Um, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still a little bit in the world, but it's a process. So me and this young lady, one of the things I, that struck me about her was her, her compassion and, and her, her faith and her word of God. Little did I know that, two, uh, that a year earlier before we met, that she would be starting her own faith journey. She told me about this uh, uh, after we had, uh, got married. And she uh, told about a story about how she was trying to get ready for um, a deeper relationship with God, and she and she remembers reading Hebrews eleven six. Now, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a, a, a He and He rewards them that diligently seek Him. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. And so she as she told me the story. She says, "Okay, God stopped it right there before uh, at the part." where it says, believe that he is. And he asked her a question, now, who am I? And so for that whole year, she she sought to understand 
that who God was and who and, and 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 who was God in her life. And as she started her journey of faith, God began to intertwine her journey of faith with my journey of faith. And so uh getting back to our, our, our conversations, our conversations um uh began to get more personal in nature. We began to start up a relationship. We sent these other pictures and I made plans to um to see her. I was honest with her. I when she asked me there was there anything in my life, I said, Yeah, I, I at that time I was smoking. And so I strove to give up my uh um uh, of uh, 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 my smoking, I told her also about the uh, um, where I played at this club, um, strip club. That didn't scare her away. But then, you know, as I began to go further, please mute your line. I, somebody just spoke and we heard you. Could you please mute your mind line, please? Thank you. So as I as I as I uh, began to go further in my faith journey, I heard God telling me that it was time for me to, to drop that job playing. And I knew that, you know, I could not have, uh, I could not go any further in this relationship if I was in that type of uh, uh, environment and atmosphere. And so I quit that job. I stepped out on faith and, and, and um, we began to make plans. I uh entered into uh, a program to stop smoking and within two two weeks i i was able to give it up so we made a date i was going i was going to fly down to california we was going to meet we was going to you know um have a nice time you know get to know each other date you know like normal folks do and then i would fly back and, it was after that, it was when I set that date. And also, I want to say this, that on the job, I was witnessing to my, uh, my co-workers, you know, I was growing strong in my faith. God said to me, you talk is the talk of faith. I need you to walk the talk. It was then after the date was set, I had began to make plans to, to, to uh, begin to buy uh, the airplane ticket that I came to the job one day and I got a pink slip. I was effectively uh, laid off because of manpower reduction. So I found myself quitting the job at the club and now without my main job. So I had to call her and let her know that I was not going to be able to come because I, I had lost my job. Now you have to understand, we we're, we were into about I say about a year, maybe, uh, even no, even, even less than a year of talking, meeting online and talking, and uh, that's all she knows of me. Only thing she knows about me is is from what I, I I tell her and what I've told her. Only thing I know about her is what I've talked told her and what I've seen from her, uh, her picture, but mostly of what we talked about on the phone. And I hear it, here I am telling her right now that I, I'm not able to come over because I'm, I don't have a job. So she understood. 
here's a, where my faith journey begins uh, going to the wilderness move. So I'm forced now to go temporary, uh, to, to work temporary. And if you've ever worked uh, uh, temporary, uh, I worked for Labor Ready, which was which was right there, was, was the biggest uh, temp agency around. Um, we work for Labor Ready, you get up five o'clock, you go in there and you, and you sit around to about eight o'clock, hoping that you'll get a job. Usually the jobs you get maybe one day, sometimes maybe, I need everybody to look at your look at your phone. Please read your line, please. Thank you. And so I began temp. Uh, I began working uh, these temp jobs, and the jobs came far and few in between. So what happened was I found myself uh, not being able to pay my rent. Found myself in a situation where I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't pay my rent, and so I was evicted out of my um, residence. During that time, my car went through major repairs, and I didn't have the money to uh, uh, repair, so I I didn't even have a, a, a car to drive. I found myself homeless. I found myself living in shelters, but all the while, still going to church, still getting up every morning to, to work at the temp job for about a year and a year and a half. I made a decision. Once the uh, shelter got too full, to start using some of the money that I, I worked in temp to uh, rent uh, a storage place so I could put my clothes in. And so I'm still working temp. And to add insult to injury, the temp agency sends me back to the construction site, which, which I was an assistant foreman. And I worked there for a while at uh, a quarter of the pay. So I was saving up. I was saving up my uh, checks. I would use one check uh, uh, to get me through the week. I then moved into my storage closet. Now, at the time, my future wife did not know this, but she knew that she knew of the struggles that I was going through. Sometimes when I was sick and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't speak on the line. She would, she would sing to me for hours because I fell asleep. And sometimes when she was sick, I would, I would sing to her. We would quote Bible scriptures to each other. Thank God for this woman. But somehow, even in even in this in this situation I went that was in you know shelters or, or or staying in my um storage closet and you know eating at the soup kitchen, for some reason I didn't feel despair. I I didn't feel depressed. Somehow I knew this was just part of my journey. That God has something better and plan for me. I began to understand that 
it was nobody else I could depend on except for God. See, when you activate your faith factor, regardless of the situation, regardless of what Ill, uh, wilderness you're in, God will, will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Even though you can't see it at the end of the road, I knew I had faith that God was already where I was supposed to be. That God was already where I was going. I knew by faith that our story wasn't going to end in, in, in Georgia. And so I worked, I worked fervently. I took whatever job they had and I saved up and I saved up and I saved up. It was during this time that I had enough faith to even propose to my wife. Remember, this is a woman I'd never seen. I had no job prospects. And so it was, I proposed to her and she accepted. And so we set a date and I, I, I said, you know, when I get enough money, I was going to get down there. But being a man, you want to go to somewhere. You want to be able to take care of your wife. You want to be able to have something to bring to the table. So I kept the land is where that delayed faith come in, came in. I kept the land. I, 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 I found a friend uh, from uh, Louisiana who worked temp with me. He's like, he got a job in Louisiana. Making this much money and everything, and so I call I call Juliet back and I said, "Listen, this is what we're going to do. Check this plan out, right? All right. Once I get this job, I'm gonna go go down to Louisiana. Then I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna come there. We'll get married, and then I'm going to commute every other week from Louisiana to California, right? Because in my mind, that's that's why I thought I could I could." be a husband, and I could uh, provide for her. But somehow, you know what, that, that, that job never came to pass. It was always waiting, always waiting for that call, and it never came. And so I kept the land coming down to California. At this time, my wife is going through the faith walk with me. She's seeing my faith walk, and she's taking her own faith journey by believing in me and still being in a relationship with me, as well as becoming my fiance. Over 2,000 miles away, she became my fiance. Now, imagine telling your sisters, your family, your friend, that um, you're engaged to a man that you've never seen. And you probably did, hopefully, I don't know if she told them the whole thing, I don't think she did, but, uh, He's never come down to see you. Imagine the scorn, imagine the, the doubt, imagine the naysayer. On both sides. So I had a, I had a friend that, that said, listen, man, you need to just go ahead on down there. You love this woman. Uh, you talk about, you know, what God can do. Just go ahead on down there. And thank God that my wife on this and she had she had uh she had friends that stood up for her too, friends like Sister Carol and and and, and Monique. So you when you walk on faith, in your faith journey, God will put people in your life and on your journey to help 
you to keep on keeping on. And so this is what God was providing for us. On your faith journey, you have to, you, you sometimes you will come to a, a, a part where you have to make the decision that I hear you, God, that I need to listen. And so in the scriptures, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I remember reading Joshua. Joshua 1 9 says, Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Remember reading that. And the day and, and, and just meditating on that. What God, what are you trying to say to me? I decided I was just going to open up and just God just, just allow God to speak to me. I remember getting a call the next day because we called each other every every day. And my wife saying that God had told her to tell me, come on down to California. Don't worry about nothing. Come on, California. It didn't matter that I didn't have any family up there. It didn't matter that I didn't have any job prospects down there. It didn't matter that I wasn't a resident of that state, but but to come on down and then God will take care of the rest. And so I I made another decision to step off on faith. So we set a date. And I worked hard for that date. The date was going to be uh, Wednesday, August 11, 2010. And here's when we come back to where I'm being worked on in the, in the airport. I got to the airport, um, and it looked like I was going to be late for my plane. So I'm getting on the elevator, rushing. A, a, a kid runs up the, uh, runs down the escalator, tripping me, and I fall head first down the escalator. And so they must have seen me on the camera because the paramedics came and they took me in the little medical room and they started to to um, work on my eye and they asked me. Uh, did you want to uh, delay your flight? I was like, no. I says, I don't care what you got to do, but get me on my flight. Now imagine, now I got this big patch, uh, 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 a golf patch on my eye, and I'm going to meet my future bride for the first time. But you know what, there's something about when you go on your faith journey, you decide to let God lead you. And even through the circumstances, because I fell down, because I got operated, I was able to, um, they put me in a wheelchair and I was able to be wheeled and get, and, and get first priority and I made it to my plane on time. Five hours later, I meet my wife. She's not dismayed by the sight of me, and she's not even by, uh, dismayed by what she smells on me, because God had told her what was going to happen. He showed her a vision, and he says, don't, don't, don't be uh, dismayed by what you see. And so I meet my wife. I give her the ring. We go to her, we go to her house, where I'm interrogated for hours by her, 
her nephew and her, and her daughter uh, who, who, uh, who then accept me 24 hours later. We drive up to Reno. We become man and wife. I'm in a strange state. I have a new wife. I have no job. I have a, a, a little money. But I'm walking by faith, not by sight. Our journey doesn't end there. We'll pick it up after prayer. I'm going to pass a call to my lovely wife, Juliet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When I think of your goodness, God. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so good, God. You're so good, God. God, I thank you for that journey, God. I thank you for that journey. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. God, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. God, you are a hiding place. You are a very present help in time of trouble. You're always there, Father God. There's never a time that you're not. Thank you, God, for giving us the strength, Lord, to carry on, Lord. Thank you for that measure of faith, Father God. That seed that you've planted in each one of us, Father God. That you've teached, that you're constantly teaching us, Lord, how to exercise, God. Oh, God, I thank you and I praise you, Lord, that you teach us every day, Lord, through our trials and tribulations about who you are. You are a God that loves your children. You are our Father. And as our Father, you never allow us to go places without you being there, without you helping us, without you showing us, Father God, how to get through. I thank you at the times, Lord, when when we are without mates, Father God, and some of us are carrying the 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 um being the, the mother and the father to the children that you are uh, our husband. And you help us you show us, Father God, your face. You're in love with us, Lord. Your love is beyond our comprehension, Lord. There's no place we can go from your spirit, Lord. No place we can go from your spirit. Lord, if we're in homeless eating out of cans, Father God, you are there, Father God. You said we have to don't have to worry about our food or our clothing or our shelter. You said if you take care of the birds of the air and you clothe the lily of the field, how much more will you do for us, Lord? God, I just want to just praise you right now. 
because your love is beyond my comprehension, Lord. Lord, I thank you for your love that covers a multitude of our faults, Father God. We've all fallen short, Lord, of your glory, Lord. But that doesn't stop you, Lord. I thank you for that story of Hosea, Lord. Even if we're at the, the worst, Lord, when we've turned our backs upon you, your love never fails. Your love never stops. You're constantly looking for us. You're constantly saying to us, here I am. Come. Come. Come to my well and drink. Freely. God, I just want to thank you and I just want to praise you, Lord, for being our bread of life. I thank you, Father God, that you are our rear guard and our front guard. I thank you for keeping us, Father God, even when we didn't know or didn't want to be kept, Lord, you keep us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are not a partial God, Lord, that even those that are evil, Lord, whether we're good or evil, Lord, you send your sun to shine upon both and your rain to fall. Lord, I just thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your compassion that fails not, but is renewed every morning. God, you are so faithful to us. Your word will not come back to you void. Your word has not come back to you void. Lord, help us to be faithful to you. Help us to be faithful to you with our yes and amen. Help us to be faithful to you, Father God, with the choices that we make on a day-to-day basis, Lord. Help us to be faithful to you in our thoughts and in our actions, Lord. Teach us, Lord, what we need to do, Father God. Show us, Lord, where you are working so we may go there, Father God. So that we can show you, Father God, that we love you as you love us. Lord, teach us how to walk right. Teach us how to talk right. Help us to see when we look in the mirror, not what the enemy says in our ear, but what you see. And let us be confident in that. Lord, you said we're ambassadors, Father God, and we are a royal priesthood. Help us to walk and act like that, Father God. Give us the strength, Lord, to do what you're calling us to do. You said we can do all things through you who strengthens us. But do we believe that? Lord, we believe, but help our unbelief. There are some areas that we don't believe. But I think that you're patient enough, even in that, to continue to walk with us. Lord, I just ask that you bless every person on this line right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We're all going through our own faith walk with you, Father God. But at the end of every one of those journeys, we get a closer walk and closer depiction of who you are. Like you said to your disciples, who do you say I am? That's the question that each one of us are being asked on a day-to-day basis. 
in every roadblock, every every trial and tribulations is for is is for is for our, um, our growth and also for our better understanding of who you are. So help us, Lord, to be patient in this journey, Lord, because each one of us are your children, and you know how it's gonna what it's gonna take for each one of us, Father God, to draw closer to you and to be able to answer that question. Lord, I just ask that you continue to just bless my husband, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for you know his confidence and his courage, Lord. I thank you for his love for you, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, for his witness, Lord. Because without his witness, Lord, and without his faithfulness in you, Lord, then we wouldn't be where we are right now. Lord, I just ask that you lift up these parents, Father God, that are, first of all, Lord, forgive us as parents, some of us, Lord, that, I mean, all of us at some place have fallen short in their eyes, Father God. Help us not to provoke our children to wrath, Father God. I ask that you turn the love of our children and the love of the of us as parents back to our children, Lord. Be with um the single parents right now in the name of Jesus. Let them know that you are at this moment their husband. And that with you all things are possible and that you will help them through this these trials and tribulations. Lord, I ask that you continue to to be with um, those that are looking to be married, Lord. I ask, Father God, that you bless them first of all, Lord, to seek your face, to seek the courtship with you. Because if they seek that courtship with you and they learn to love you, Father God, then you know what's best for them and you will send them the best. Be with the married couples, Lord. Continue to help the men to love their wives and help us women to submit to our husbands, Lord. Ask, Lord, that you just be with this this world as a whole. Be with those that are out there, Father God, that are homeless. Lord, Lord, help us to be your hands. Help us to be your eyes. Lord, and help our feet to go where to where. Um, help us needed, Father God. Be with those that are homeless, Lord. Help us, show us how we can do, you know, what we can do to help them, Father God. What more we can do to help them, Lord Jesus. Some of us have a ministry in that, Lord. I'm asking, Father God, that we step out of ourselves, get out of get out of our own way, and do what you're calling us to do. To have the faith and courage to do, just to make the step. Just make the step and you'll part the waters, Father God. Lord, be with those that are in the military right now, that all of our men and women all over the world, Father God, um, that are fighting a war, Lord, um, some wars that are senseless. But I ask, Lord, in a special way that you will cover them, Father God. Put your heads of protection around them, Lord. And wherever they find themselves, Lord, let them let them know they are not alone, that you are with them every step of the way. Lord, I ask that you be with our president of the United States. Be with Donald Trump, Father God. Lord, you told us to pray, Lord. 
It's not our business to judge, but to pray. So, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you will direct his path, Lord, that you will forgive him for his sins, that, Lord, that you will take him through a Damascus Road experience, that he will he will be able to see your face, and, Lord, in turn, turn in the direction that you have, will have for him to turn, Father God. Continue to be with our country, Lord. Lord, be with our children. Be with the women that are being uh, snatched up on the streets, Lord, and put in this sex trafficking. Lord, there's just so have mercy, God. Have mercy on this country. Lord, forgive us for our sins, Lord. Forgive us for turning our back on you, Lord, through our sexual immorality. Lord, I ask that you help us, Lord. And teach us how to pray, Lord. Teach us how to press. And people of God, declare victory. Please help me worship God right now in the name of Jesus. Help me to lift him up right now. Help me to talk to him. Help me to bless his name. I just want to thank you and just glorify you. God, we praise you. We honor you. Thank you, Lord God, for granting me, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the declaring of the prayer warrior. Thank you, Lord God, for Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Here we are. You are
Thank you. So I'm going to get this time before before I go into uh, uh, what else I was going to say. I just like to open up the call for uh, anybody came in late and didn't get a chance to say good morning. Be knowledge. Uh, now it's your time. So I'll holla at her, brother. Good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Sister Diane. God bless. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning, Trees. Good morning, sis. Good morning, Eve. This is Catherine. Good morning. Good morning, it's Monique. Good morning, little sis. Good morning. Good morning, Gloria. Good morning, sis. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Good morning, Dondria. God bless. Good morning, Victory family. God bless you all this morning. Good morning. That's my bro. All right. <laughs> blessings, blessings. This is Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Anybody else? Good morning. It's your wife. Excellent, excellent decoration, babe. Good morning, my love. Uh, I, I want to invite you as, as we uh, in the comments, if you have time, if anything that you want to add on, um, baby, uh, just keep, um, just come on in. Um, so update. So so when I left off before prayer, um, we just got married. That was 2010. So it's been nine years. We've been uh, happily married. Um, with they getting married, uh, uh, began to look for work. As I told you, I didn't have any, um, didn't have any job prospects. Um, I, I applied for uh, a job at Oakland Unified School District. Uh, and here's where God works again on his faith journey. Uh, they weren't hiring, and so, um, uh, so a friend of my wife's. Uh, got me an opportunity to go there. When I went in there, the lady handed me an application and says, you know we're not supposed to be hiring. So we can't let you see, we can't let nobody see you filling our application. So I had to take the application and go all the way up the street, fill it out and bring it back. And somehow I knew, you know how you just know, you just know that you know that you know that that job was, is for you. Even though I went out and and and, and I still uh, apply at other places. See, when you are on your faith journey, even when you walk in, even when you know, you still got to walk out. You still got to do the work. You know what I'm saying? But you always, in your faith journey, you, that you walk with expectation. See, that's the thing. Faith is walking with expectation that God is going to do something. But you've got to, you've got to walk it out. You've got to walk it out. I got Oakland um, um, Unified School District. Um, I'm a um, Sabbath keeper, which means I worship on Saturday, which means um, I could I can't work on Fridays uh, sundown to Saturday sundown. Now the only way to get full time to work in the Oakland School District, you have to work nights, and I couldn't work nights. So what had happened was I had to stay on what you call on call. On call is 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 that when somebody's uh, absent from work or whatever, that's when they call you. You know, uh, you get no benefits. Uh, any holidays, you don't work, you don't get paid. And so 
I had to do this for four years on call. And the, um, at the time when I was going through this part of my faith journey, uh, the boss, the head boss, told me to my face, you will never work full time. This is what he said to me. I said to myself, you don't know the God I serve. Not only did I make full time after four years, this year I finally got my own school. I'm head custodian at my own school. And so here is where my faith journey is now. Been happily married for nine, for nine years. I have my own school. Um, I'm a leader at, at my church. And all of this is because I decided to walk by faith, not by sight. And so I, uh, uh, this is my testimony. And I just hope you got something out of it. Uh, I just want to let you know that if you allow faith to be a factor in your life, there is nothing that God won't do. There's nothing that you can't accomplish. And so I want to open up the uh, line right now. Anybody have any comments, any questions, the line is open. And also I want to say to my wife, you know, if you want to add something, just, just come on and, you know, if you want to give your side or whatever. So the line is open. Hey, this is Krishanda. I'll just I just wanna just really quickly say, Yay, Jesus. Yay, Jesus. Bless his name. I'm so happy uh for where you guys are today. And I just you just blessed me, both of you, with your face. It just encourages my soul. I really enjoyed your declaration this morning. Going back on mute. Thank you, Krishanda. God bless you. Um, I just wanted to, to, just to add um, that there was when he got here and after he got here and um, he was trying to find a job and stuff like that. I think we, he was down. I don't know if he had just got his first paycheck from working with Oakland or he was still living off the money that he had uh, brought with him. But we had come to a fork in the road to where. I was just starting back my journey with being faithful, paying my tithes. <clears throat> and um, we had come to this place where uh, we were $150 short. Well, we, we didn't have to be $150 short, but it was like either you pay your tithes <laughs> and then you, you pay your tithes to be $150 short towards the rent, or, you know, you pay your rent and then you be unfaithful to God. And he was like, we going to trust God. So... Um, he said, I'm going to go on and get this gas because we need gas and the gas to get to work and we're going to trust God for the 150 bucks. And so when he was at the gas station pumping gas, after he made this decoration, he was like pumping the gas and all of a sudden he saw something on the ground look like some money. He thought maybe it was a dollar or something. So he went and picked it up and it happened to be $100. So all we were was fifty dollars short, and after that we um, went to a, one of the one of the church members asked us to come to her. She had just got a new house and asked, "Could we come and bless her house?" So we went to bless her house, and then the following week she get, uh, sent us a, a card, and the card was fifty. And God, it was like things like that 
ever since we got together and both of us were faithful from both our ends, me being faithful to receive him and him, him being faithful enough to come, God has been faithful. We have not went without food. We have definitely not clothes. Um, and shelter, God has been faithful since we have taken this journey. He has not, not that he would fail us, but we haven't, you know, we've been through some, some rough spots, but not to the point where, you know, we haven't been able to see God work as being our father, our heavenly father, and providing for us. So I just want to put that out there. Amen. I had left something out too, um, um, Juice. Um, after we got married, I, I, I had to go back to Georgia. So, you know, we stayed, we had a honeymoon. I stayed for like uh, two weeks and then I, I flew back to uh, Georgia. And there were some people who thought like, well, that's it. I remember uh, Elder Donna saying, that's it. You know, uh, um, he, he ain't gonna come back. And uh, actually what happened was uh, I had a plane ticket. I wound up missing the plane, so I had to stay. Uh, uh, had to stay there overnight. Uh, had to pay for a whole new ticket, but uh, God made a way. We, we, we was able to have the money and 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 come back and, and to fly. So you know, there's always been obstacles in 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 this uh, uh, faith walk of ours. There's always going to be obstacles uh, in whatever you do. You have to ask yourself, can I allow faith to be a factor in my life? Can I have great faith? Okay. Um, you need to have faith in, uh, in the small things, but can I have great faith? The faith that allows you to see what others can't see. It allows you to walk where you don't know where you're going. So. I just wanted to put that also in there. So anybody else have any uh, questions or comments? Hey, Brother Eric, this is Gloria and Sister Juliet. And I thank God for your testimony, um, the, just the testimony of the great faith that you decided to just trust Jesus in uh, bringing you two together and for how he has um, given his seal of approval, not only his approval, but just shown that he is he is uh, the very author and finisher of, of your faith. Um, I do probation in Virginia, and I can tell you I've had tons of clients who met each other through um, the um, online dating. But to see God's hand, how God brought you two together, it's nobody but God who did it. And I thank God for the testimony that you're able to give to others. So God bless you. I love you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, big sis. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, when I think about my wife, you know, uh, really, uh, really believing in me, but her faith, I think, allowed her to, to, to see the true character, you know, um, you know, being able to step out. You know, I, I, who knows? I could have been a serial killer. I could have been, you know, a, a con man. And I definitely, uh, there were reasons, uh, uh, as I said, through my faith journey that she also witnessed that uh, that she would have been justified in saying, nah, you know, you, you come with too many problems. So, uh, nah, it's not going to be able to work out. But, you know, thank God she did. And, and, and God was able to reward us. 
Anybody else? Oh, go ahead, Beth. Yeah, I just want to add to that, that, you know, remember, I was on my own sex journey, and God had asked me in, in the beginning, like, who what, who is he? But as when I met you, um, I had met you, and we was talking and stuff, and then there was a period where your mom got really sick, and you kind of disappeared for two weeks, and and I began to question, like, is this, you know, first guy wasn't speaking. I'm like, well, I, I thought this was a person, you know, that you want me to talk to or whatever. I, looked, I was looking forward to talk to you as a friend or whatever. And, you know, I started to find myself having feelings for you, and then all of a sudden you disappear. And I remember at every little stage, God would unpack a little bit of himself. So after you hadn't talked to me for a minute and you called me, and you let me know what had happened, God spoke then and said, love is patient. So he was at, through, through each journey that we, each little increment of our walk, God was unpacking love. You know, he was unpacking love to me through this journey with you. You know what I'm saying? So I was getting to know um, not just, it was it, some some I'm saying all that to say as far as my faith, my faith was I was in courtship with God, and as I was in courtship with God, He was showing me Himself through my walk with You, and that I could trust. I could trust You because I'm not I'm walking with Him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not make I'm not that's making sense, and it's, so it caused me to have I was so focused on that this journey man God was on. You know, and listening to him, and, and you know, and and to his counsel and stuff, and 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 like I told him, I said, if I fall and get hurt, if I get hurt, I want to feel that pain because I wouldn't allow myself to feel pain when I was in other relationships. I wouldn't allow myself to go to 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 jump off that cliff. You know, I was always trying to put my hand up, hold up the guard, so I didn't really feel it. So uh, and so. I was at that place where I wanted to feel that. I wanted to experience that because I knew through experiencing that that was going to draw me closer to God. So I'm going on this trust journey with him. And I had the blinders on the whole time to the point where I was able to receive you and, you know, and with, you know, not even thinking about those. I mean, did it come across my mind once or twice? Yes, but not to the point where I meditated on it. Mm-hmm. But it was funny Maybe four or five years later, after we had gotten married, uh, one of the sisters of the church told me about a young man whose mother had met this guy on the internet, and uh, they had been talking. And then she, you know, they decided to meet up, and it turned out he was in a gang, and they basically she was raped and murdered. And it was almost like when I heard that, that's when everything lifted, and it was like I, I saw the bigness of of this journey I went with God, you know, it was like, it's, it was almost like the ISAF, that, that, I mean, I, if I didn't know that God worked, I know he worked, but I mean, just to think of where I could have been, like you were saying, a murder, or whatever, that I, it just was, just it just made my admiration to God and, and my understanding of of our relationship even better because I, I thought about wow that could have been me i had never thought that through this whole journey that I, that could have been me i'm listening to god i'm following god so i don't know if that makes sense to anyone but that that right there um just seeing my way sister gloria was talking about you know about our, our walk and 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 
and I and I thought about it one time, but it was five years later that what was I doing? <laughs> I never thought that, but anyway, that's what put that out there. Hey man, I, I I like what you said that uh, uh, when, when you have faith and as your faith grows, it allow allows God to uh, unpack Himself a little more of Himself uh, in, in revelation to you. I, I, I like that. As, as our faith grows, it just imagine, okay, um, I can reveal myself a little bit more to to Eric because his, his faith is his, his faith has allowed him to 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 be able to grasp hold of the substance of the things that he'll hopes for. And as my faith grows a little bit more, God's able to unpack himself even a little bit more. I, I like that. I like that. Any other anybody else? Good morning, it's Nikisha. A great declaration and just really encouraged me to just keep on just doing what God um, has for me to do and just be patient and wait on him because I tried it my way and it didn't work. So um, just really encouraging. Thank you for your uh, love on display, you and uh, Juliet. Thank you, Nikisha. Uh it is it's 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 been our privilege to especially on this line to be able to uh as my little sister Dion says all the time uh to to live our lives out loud um you know this is how we overcome our, our testimonies this is how we encourage uh each other because you never know you never know who needs to hear your story you never know whose faith needs to be bolstered by 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 your um by your faith journey. So uh, thank you very much. Good morning, brother. Good morning, my brother. Wonderful, wonderful declaration on this morning. Go ahead, baby. Well, uh, man, I was going to say, wow, that was, it, it's, it's like a, your, your declaration this morning was like a, a powerful love story, but I also uh, could see the faith uh, within the love story. As you was, you know, sharing your decoration, I can hear where God was preparing you for Juliet. You know, um, and with the level of honesty that you were practicing uh, through your uh, communicating through um the internet, you know, um as far as uh letting her know that uh you you were a musician in in the, the atmosphere that you was in where you was playing it and, and God spoke to you and said, Well, it's time for you to trust him and and let that income go. Uh and that you well maybe I, I still have a a cigarette or two every now and then, and and for you to, uh, you know, give that up as well. And then I watched you myself at work turn down income because of your faithfulness and your your obedience uh, to the Sabbath, uh, wherein that 
you would not compromise on that. Um, on, on, on I, 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 I was like, wow, because I watched you turn down overtime money to honor the Sabbath. And I like, my God, that man, that was that's powerful for me, you know, and because I, I know that uh, you would have been um, permanent long before, you know what I'm saying, but you would not compromise on that. And, and you know, uh, you know, our first, uh, it, you know, when 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 we prayed together in that portable, the the breakthrough that I had, you know, I'm like, man, it's like God sent this brother all the way from Georgia just for me, you know. Um, so, man, all I can say is great decoration, powerful love story, and uh, I, I actually watched it. I, I've seen the, that part for us. Um, you're not compromising on the Sabbath and, and you know, you being faithful to that. It may have delayed uh, your your permanency, but God was still faithful. And like you said, where you at now as being in the lead position over your own site. I mean, all I can say is, man, God is faithful as, as we have faith in him. So, God bless you and your beautiful wife, Juju, and I want to say thank you. Uh, I thank God for you. Thank you, my brother. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, want, I want to say this. On, on, on your faith journey, you see, you never know who, 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 where God is in, or who God is directing you to. You know what I'm saying? There are other people that, that you're going to meet on your faith journey that um that you you know that you 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 might be responsible that god is is sending you to 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 be used as, as an instrument um yeah i remember man i i remember um that first that first summer i, I worked with jeff uh first summer when he was uh head custodian at bella vista i remember um thinking back on that how, how god really just set the atmosphere um well, this is a big school. It was just me and Jeff. We were able to finish that. We, of course, there were a couple of days we had some help, but the majority we were able to finish that um, uh, that school with just the two of us. I remember how hot it was, but it seemed like man, when we would get together, we would used to have devotion in the morning. And, and 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 it was in a devotion, man. It was, it was but it, somehow God just kept that school cool, never overheated or or anything. And it was my extreme pleasure to to be able to be there to witness your breakthrough, my brother. You know what I'm saying? You you my best friend, and 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 I was there for you. And and look, you you turned me on to declare victory, and and look where we at now. You know, I was able to see your 60th birthday party, man. Um, I'm constantly inspired by your marriage and everything. And, you know, it, it's, it's great. It's great when you're on your faith journey to have to have fellow travelers uh, with you, you know, to make friends and to make fellowships. So God bless you, man. I thank you, man. I love you. Babe, before um, Sister uh, um, Pretty Patrice comes on, I want to say something too, Jeff. Uh, 
another thing as far as this is some intricate part that he forgot to mention is that uh, when me and Eric were talking a long distance, Eric was not a Sabbath keeper. Eric was a Pentecostal. And I was talking to the Lord saying, wait a minute, I prayed for a person that I was a Sabbath keeper, Seventh-day Adventist, and I, was, I prayed for uh, a mate to be a Seventh-day Adventist, you know, and but God kept telling me, this is the one I've chosen for you, and the conversation we would have from, a, from afar didn't sound like we were going to miss, you know, as far as that was come together, as far as that was concerned, but he kept saying, this is the one I've chosen for you, so... Uh, I said, okay, well, since this is the one you've chosen for me, then I'm just going to roll with it, and when he come, I'm going to go with him to church. So I was going to church twice a, twice a week for maybe two or three months. But the beautiful part was that he, when he was in middle school, because uh, his grandmother had put him in a seven-day Adventist uh, uh, middle school in New Jersey, so he had knew about the seven-day Adventist, but, and he almost became one, but his grandmother took him from there and put him in a Catholic school. So just speaking of what you were saying, honey, how on your path of faith, like I, I was on my journey of faith, you know, and he brought you into my life, and I already had certain things on my list that I was like, I was, that was one thing I wasn't going to compromise on, but, but me with me trusting God, I trusted him that He's going to make it work out some kind of way. And you not knowing that you, from God has started with you when you were in middle school. So if, so when he got here, I'm thinking I'm going to be going to two churches maybe till you maybe, because he was so adamant when we was having conversations that we're going to at least be going for another six months to a year. I wasn't sure how long we were going to be doing it. Three months later, he stood up one day, and he's been doing it ever since. And so for you to speak like that, Jeff, about him, he had just really stepped up to, you know, had just really made that transition when he started working with you. Amen. Yeah, yeah, baby. See, see, even then, even even back when I was in uh, seventh and eighth grade, God was already preparing me for you. God bless. Praise Amen. God. It was already in his divine order. That's why all of it. <laughs> Just beautiful, huh? How much God loves us and um, wants what's best for us and will line us up with the people that he wants us to uh, come across and to impart in our life. And you guys did that for each other, and it was beautiful. And so then I got a chance to see it from another perspective, when my husband came home and talked about you um, and how special the relationship was and the bond was and the fact that you guys were having devotion at work, that's a beautiful thing for two men to get to do anywhere, let alone at work. So God bless you, Brother Eric. I thank you for being my husband's friend and brother in the Lord Jesus Christ and your beautiful wife and you guys always supporting me and supporting us. And, you know, I, I, I too am, uh, have witnessed, you know, the dedication and the devotion of you two. Um, we can't plan nothing unless it's, um, 
on the right day, he got it. You know, we, we always have to consider that and, and we don't forget it, you know? So we understand it's, it's, it's who you are, who you guys are, and that's, that's okay. So yeah, wonderful, beautiful, beautiful declaration, beautiful love story. And um, I'm excited to see what the rest of what God is going to do in you and through you and your wife. So God bless you and continual prayers for you both. Amen. Thank, thank you, sis. I, I'm, a, I'm just excited to see what Thanks. God is planning for you too. So go ahead, babe. Amen. You you know, it, it, actually, it, it, we already seen it, babe. <laughs> yeah, Hello. we are. Hello? Hello? I was just saying. Oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that we already seen you. Talking about we, we're seeing, we already seen what of Jeff and Pretty Patrice. Seeing how God has been blessing and enlarging their borders and just watching their, their faith walk and how it has grown in, in the years that we've been on this line. And we just went and witnessed uh, Pretty Patrice getting her license in evangelism. So, look, God is moving. Somebody else is coming on the line? I heard another yeah, voice. Yeah, it was me, you guys. Hey, this is Mona. Hi. You know, hey, I Mona. Just, I was just sitting back, just loving on you guys, on y'all's story. I just wanted to let y'all know that, that y'all kind of know exactly what I needed. I needed to hear this. I needed to hear this on today, that what 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 will happen by me waiting on him, waiting for the husband that he had for me. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus, because I needed to hear this on today. Because, you know, sometimes our minds, a little lonely thoughts try to keep creeping your mind. and like, oh, maybe just go see him for just five minutes. Ten. No. Nothing. Stop doing that. He's not for you, Mona. He's not for you. God got someone for you. Trust in that and just wait and just keep praying and keep letting him wash you and clean you up and get you ready. I'm just so, I'm, I'm so, I'm so in love with y'all story today. You know, I love when I met you guys. I'm just so beautiful. You can feel it. We're eating the, the love we, we all together. Let's go over this phone. So, I love it. I just thank you for just get oh God, thank you, Lord. Oh, I needed that on today. I really did. And God always give us what we need. We need to hear that of, of waiting for him, to have faith in what he has for us. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just wanted to tell y'all, thank you. I love you guys. And um, just beautiful. Just beautiful. Glory, glory. Thank you. Hey, good morning, Eric. It's Tanya. Hey, big sis. Can you hear me? Hey. I can hear you. Um, again, well, but I'm I don't I'm I'm in the gym, so I'm gonna try to talk a little low and um real quick. Everybody has said it, but I want to echo what everybody has said about your story. The thing that I take away from it is that regardless to whether you are believing God for a mate or a job or a home or healing or breakthrough, um. If we could just remember that it doesn't the walk, the journey will have bumps in it. It may have some potholes. Um, the, the road may veer to the right. It may veer to the left. 
very often it will, very often it will split and our choices are, are what will keep us on the journey. So no, I mean, no matter what it is, like if you, wherever you are in your faith walk, where, where, whatever you believe in God for, you can take um, Eric and Juliet's story and you can use it as a gauge or, <clears throat> excuse me, a gauge to help you stabilize your walk so you can continue to go. Um, the walk is never without challenges. But but that's where we, um, that's where our integrity grows. That's where our patience grows. That's where we grow as believers when we are still able to move forward in spite of how things look, in spite of how things feel, in spite of how other people feel about it. The key is to know that we are hearing the voice of God. And if you never spend time with him, or if you only spend time with him sporadically, like when you need something, you won't be able to develop your spiritual ear to hear him, to know. I mean, you can. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. It just makes it so much more difficult um, to know when he's speaking because um, uncertainty is a part of our faith, you guys. Uh, I would love to tell you that you know, well, at least for me, maybe it's some people on the line who, when they believe in God, they never have experienced, like, any doubt, uh, or they've never experienced, doesn't mean that we acted on it, but, like, it, it, pop, it pops up in, our, in my mind. I won't, I can't, I won't speak for other people. Doubt will, try, and I have to combat doubt. I have to fight doubt, and sometimes I have to tell doubt to shut up, shut up and go to heaven backwards. Wherever you came from, go away. And, and I have to make a decision not 